Look in your home. Look in your office. Look in your home office. Everywhere you turn, there's so much smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. Our game-changing FlexPath format puts you in control of your master's degree, so you can learn how, when, and where you want. Smart, huh? Yeah, we think so too. So if you want to take the next step in your career, make Capella your first step. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. Coming to you live from the Black Goat 39 studio, it's the Guru Talking Sports Podcast. Now here's your host, the Guru of Sports. Sports fans, and welcome. Welcome to episode 10 of the Guru Talking Sports Podcast. I am your host, the Guru of Sports. Now, let's get right to it with the NFL draft, virtual draft, already in the books. We got to talk about this draft. This one was really, really good, memorable because, hey, it was virtual. And believe me, there was a lot of moments in this draft that made you think, made you scratch your head, and made you laugh. And believe me, I'm going to talk about all that. Like I said, I'm going to give you my opinion on what happened during the NFL draft. And first of all, I want to say thank you again for joining me on this podcast Believe me, this has been a very, very, very good experience for me because the thing about podcasting is that you can be able to speak your mind. You speak whatever you feel, and that's what I'm doing right now. The guru of sports is, hey, my opinions are my opinions. If I'm wrong, hey, please let me know if I'm wrong. If I'm right, well, I told you so. Anyway, let's get to the... uh, the preliminaries, and let's uh, throw out there what who who I am and everything. Like I said, I'm the guru of sports. What I do is I host a uh, a show on YouTube called the Guru of Sports Show. Like I said, you can subscribe to the show, subscribe to this podcast, and like I said, check me out because hey, I got some interesting things to say. Believe me. Like I said, I'm going to give you my opinion, not someone else's regurgitated takes on everything, I'm going to give it to you straight and how I feel about it. Now, I'm going to throw out my socials. Like I said, I mentioned YouTube. I'm on Twitter at Goat39, and my sidekick, Goaty, he's at BlackGoat39, so you can follow both of us on Twitter as well. Facebook, I'm at Gurus Daily Shorts at Facebook, and you can find me there. Because I've always got something going on. I always got something crazy 
or silly to say or whatever. Instagram, I'm on the, I'm at the guru os39 on Instagram. And Gmail, you can Gmail me. I'm at gurusdailyshorts at gmail.com. And my phone number, I'm sorry, I can't give that out. Only give that out to my special guests. And the people that know me already have it anyway. So anyway, let me get right to it. Like I said, the draft is ended. The last day of the draft was yesterday on Saturday. Today's show is on Sunday. This is now Sunday, April 26th. And like I said, we're just moving along here with nothing else to watch but the NFL draft. And believe me, a lot of people tuned into the NFL draft. It was probably the highest rated draft of all time. Anyway, before I go on, I want to bang the gavel because like I said, we always start the show by banging the gavel. And after I bang the gavel, I'm going to give you a little bit more information. So let's bang the gavel right now. Three hits. All right. Now, before I get into everything, also I want to mention that this podcast can be found on a lot of different avenues. You can check me out on Spreaker. Spreaker is like the home where I'm starting out at. And like I said, you can find me on Spreaker and Spotify as well. Spotify gets distributed out to Spotify, Podomatics, iHeartRadio, Podchasers, Podaddicts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Cashbox, and iTunes. The big one is on iTunes. Like I said, I really am proud of uh, being on all these channels and all these formats and all these outlets for my podcast. I thank you very much. And like I said, again, subscribe to Guru Talking Sports on those avenues and check me out as much as you can because like I said I got some really good takes and all. Now we're gonna go with the NFL draft. Now like I mentioned there was a few things that stood out from this draft. Now first of all I want to give big props to someone I never thought I would say this but hey I'm gonna give props big props to Roger Goodell. Because he got this thing going, and basically the three days that he had this thing, it went off perfectly. Not a glitch, no problems, no you know, no technical difficulties, or we had to stop the show or whatever and go into something else to where you know you had to wait for you know it was all right. It was it was a very very good you know virtual draft. I mean, I got to give it to. Uh, the NFL office, the uh, technicians, the IT teams that did this, it was really, really good. And I really appreciate, you know, sitting here watching it for the three days. It was very, very interesting. Even though I didn't really catch the first round, I usually go to bed a little bit early because I have another uh, job that I do. And it requires me to get up really, really early in the morning. But anyway, I did get up and I saw the Philadelphia pick. And it was, uh, we'll get into that as well. But like I said, it was, you got to give big props to the NFL for what they did. Um, I never thought that a virtual draft, uh, like I said, I mentioned I watched the WNBA virtual draft a week ago. And they did pretty good. They came off without a hitch as well. 
Uh, just like I said, they had a lot of delays and everything. So, but you know, you got to give it to them. They're, they're, everybody's setup was really, really nice. And um, if you didn't uh, notice that Cliff Kingsbury, the coach of the Arizona Cardinals, has a really, really sweet crib. I got to give it to him. Dude is living large. But then again, you got to give it to him because he's from one of my favorite schools. I like Texas Tech as well. So give it up to Mr. Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals for uh, doing that. And like I said, it, his his pad is sweet. It is really, really sweet. I got to give it up also for uh, my man, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, he looked like he was just in a basic place, but his dog, the Husky, stole the show. Man, that Husky was sitting right there in that chair. He was very calm, and he was watching the watching the computer screens for Bill. Bill came in, gave him a, a little, you know, little doggy treat. And it was all right. It was it was really nice. I thought that was really really funny. That was a funny uh, time of the uh, of the draft as well. One of the most interesting things of the draft I noticed that was uh, when Isaiah Wilson uh, got drafted by Tennessee. His girlfriend was giving him a big hug, and she was all up on him. And then next thing you know, his mom his mama came in. And uh, tapped her on the shoulder and told her, no, 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 get away. You let, let him have his moment. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was really funny. And then next thing you know, mama comes in and then she comes in, congratulates him. And it was pretty funny. Well, like I said, that was a really, really cool moment as well. Um, you got to give it up for my man, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb was just chilling there. Had, you know, his girlfriend, a couple other people in in the crib. Um that was that was really special as well. Got to give it up for Jalen Hurts. Give him big props too, because you know he's from Philadelphia, and you know he actually when he was drafted, you know everybody was cheering for him, but you know a lot of it kind of pissed off or kind of got upset. A lot of people in Philadelphia was really upset with the pick. I don't know why, but like I said, I'm going to talk about that pretty soon. Now those moments was one of the things that I'll always remember from this draft. Like I said, virtual draft, it was pretty really, you know, it was very interesting. And like I said, it, you know, all the stats that the guys came across the TV with and the personal stories were really intriguing. And I thought it was really, really put together, well put together by the NFL. So you got to give them big props for that. Okay. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go down and I'm going to, you know, mention a couple teams that I thought had pretty good drafts. Then again, I got to give, you know, some kind of, you know, comments on some of the things that I saw. Now, let's get, let's go to the first, the big elephant in the room type situation. Okay. Green Bay and Philadelphia. Green Bay, what did they do? They drafted up to pick Jordan Love from Utah State. Now, Jordan Love is a good quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. I've seen him play a couple times. I thought the man was pretty decent. But the thing about it is that everybody's scratching their head because, hey, you still got Aaron Rodgers. And guess what? Green Bay did not. They did not address the situation that they needed for wide receiver. They still have Devontae Adams. 
and they ain't got nobody other than that to throw it to. Alan Lazard, I don't know. I mean, Alan Lazard might be a good player, but, you know, he, he's not one of these stud wide receivers that basically came out like CeeDee Lamb or Rick Ruggs or, or Jefferson or any of these guys. I mean, hey, they could have had a good wide receiver. They had plenty of them left on the board. And like I told you a couple weeks ago, that this draft was really deep in wide receiver. But like I said, they didn't address it. So I guess they're, you know, they're going to go with the quarterback. I guess they're taking him now to groom him for when Aaron Rodgers do, do step aside. So we got to see what happens with that. But like I said, they didn't even have, they didn't pick a wide receiver. And, you know, and that, that's, that's one of the questions, one of the things that made me scratch my head about the Green Bay Packers and when they, you know, took Jordan Love instead of a wide receiver. Okay, the second one is Philadelphia. Now, you had Jefferson, you had C.D. Lamb, you had all these great wide receivers on the board. You picked this guy, Jalen Rigger, from TCU. Now, some people say that this guy is the fastest thing, fastest guy in the draft. But like I said, I don't know. I really haven't seen him play. But I remember seeing CeeDee Lamb play. I've seen Jefferson play. I've seen Jared Judy play. I've seen a couple of these guys from the big-time schools play. And yet and still, they went with Rigger. Oh, well, well, you know, that's Philadelphia for you. But then again, the biggest question of the night, of the night in, the, in the draft was Jalen Hurts. Now, give me, now, Philadelphia fan, don't, don't get on me about this. I want to tell you something. Carson Wentz is okay. I think he's okay quarterback. But like I said, guy gets hurt a lot. And you know what? I think they picked... Jalen Hurts for that reason because, hey, if Carson Wentz goes down, who else you got? You played Josh McCowan last year in the playoff game after he came out with the concussion. So what are you going to do? You got, I mean, but then again, you had a couple other uh, uh, free agent quarterbacks on the, on the, on the, um, on the shelf out there. You know, you got Cam Newton still out there. You could have signed him. You know, hey, that could be a backup, but, you know, what? You don't want to put Cam Newton in behind Carson Wentz to give him some pressure to play better or whatever? I don't know. Andy Dalton's still out there. You know, hey, Andy Dalton is a good – he would be a good backup for Philadelphia, but they ain't want to go with that. Jameis Winston just got signed by New Orleans, so he's going to be sitting behind Drew Brees. So when Drew Brees, you know – Decides to retire. They gave him a one-year contract, matter of fact. Signed him for one year. I think around $16 million or something like that. So they gave him a one-year contract. And this guy, uh, Hill, that they had on the, on, the, on, the, on the roster as a quarterback, you know him. He's like basically a Swiss Army knife. He plays wide receiver. He plays a little running back. He plays a little quarterback or whatever. So now you got... You got Jameis Winston here. You got Taysom Hill here. And basically, what are you going to do? So, 
one of those two are going to win the job after Drew Brees leaves. So we'll see what happens in that situation. But like I was getting back to uh, Philadelphia. Now, Jalen Hurts is a decent quarterback. He went to Alabama, won, you know, won a national cha- championship in his freshman year, got beat out by Tua, and then he went over to Oklahoma, brought over Oklahoma into the, uh, you know, uh, national champ or the uh, national semifinals. You know, he played pretty good. But like I said, they Philadelphia said that they're going to use this guy as like a Swiss Army knife, sort of like a hill in New Orleans. But like I said, it has to be seen. But in the back of my mind, hey, they might be using him or grooming him as another successor to Carson Wentz. You never know. Like I said, Carson Wentz hasn't hasn't played a full season. Give him credit. You know, understandably, he had a concussion in the playoff game. But the thing about it is that he hasn't been there when it counted. You know, hey, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl for him. Carson Wentz was sitting on the bench, or basically he was hurt. So now you got Jalen Hurts, so you got a good backup. But then again, you got a like a four-year player here, and you got a rookie. We'll see how that goes with you, Philadelphia. Now, some of the things that I've seen in this draft, I got to mention, is what I like the Baltimore Ravens and what they did. My man, J.K. Dobbins, they picked him up from Ohio State. Now, that was a that was a brilliant pickup because now he can back up Mark Ingram and now they can get rid of some of those other running backs that they have that basically Gus Edwards or, you know, all these other guys who they had on the team. Now they got a really, really decent, decent running back. And believe me, Dobbins is going to be there, and he's going to probably be like a third down. Maybe, you know, he might get you know get a, a little bit more reps. But I like Dobbins as well. As a matter of fact, I'm going to pick him up on my fantasy team when I get a chance to if we ever have fantasy football or even if we do have real football. I'm going to pick him up anyway. Patrick Queen. Queen was good. I mean, Henderson. I'm sorry, Harrison from uh, Ohio State as well. Uh, that was a good pickup. That was Baltimore Ravens. In my opinion, they got an A+. Now, the Indianapolis Colts, they did really good as well. <laughs> Pittman from UC, USC, they say this dude is going to be another, another Jerry Rice. That's what I'm hearing. But like I said, Pittman was good. Pittman was really, really good. And he played at USC, very well-groomed wide receiver. I mean, hey, Philadelphia, I mean, I'm sorry, Green Bay could have had him. Picked him up in the later rounds or so. But, you know, could have picked him up. Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. Now they got a good one-two punch with Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. That's going to be a good one-two punch. Indianapolis is probably going to end up winning that division this year. I think that they are. Now, Houston, I would probably give them a B because they went out and they paid Laramie Tunsil. But, like I said, really nothing on their draft really impressed me on that. All right. 
Now, we're going to go down to Miami. Miami picked up uh, Tua, which is really, really good. And then they put, picked up another guy, uh, Jackson from USC, offensive tackle, to back him up. So now they got some, you know, they're trying to build up that team. And I think that they're going to be pretty, pretty decent. They're going to be, they're going to win more than about like six, six or seven games this year, maybe. But like I said, Miami did pretty good in the draft. I would probably give them an A minus. Denver. I like Denver's pick. Jared Judy, speedster. I mean, what can you say about this dude? He was really, I mean, he was Alabama star when he was down there in Alabama. I would give him, I would give Denver an A for that pickup. Um, Las Vegas did a pretty good job. I thought they would, you know, I would give them a B in this sense. Uh, they picked up Riggs, Riggs from uh, Alabama, the wide receiver. Now, he's a pretty good speedster, too. I like him. He's pretty good. And they also picked up my man uh, Arnett from Ohio State, a cornerback, which they really needed a cornerback. So I think that was a pretty good play for them. Now, I, I wasn't really going to talk about Jacksonville, but Jacksonville did it all right. They did it. I, I would give them an A- minus in my book. C.J. Henderson is really, really a stud. Uh, K. LeVon Kaysen is a stud as well. And the wide receiver they picked up from Colorado, that might be a good good fit for him. If Gardner Mayhew can get that ball to him, and, you know, like I said, now they would have him and basically uh, uh, Chark. And that should be a pretty good uh, combination for Jacksonville. But they still got to uh, uh, or they still got to worry about uh, Fournette and and in and Gokway. They still got two little problems that they got to still work out on their end. Now, San Francisco did pretty good. They they built up their defense and they they're really going to be really solid in defense. Um Ken Law from South Carolina defensive tackle. Man, that front line is going to be awesome. That that front line is going to be a monster. Like you, I, San Francisco's defense is going to be really good this year. Now, Carolina, they picked all defense. They went all defense. They did not pick an offensive player in the draft. Derek Brown from Auburn, I thought that was really, really good and good pickup for our Carolina Panthers. Tampa Bay picked up Jason Worth, or I'm sorry, not Jason Worth, um, Christian Worth. And that guy, he was a he was a monster coming out of Iowa. Now that's going to be help for Tom Brady. He's going to protect Tom Brady's backside. So that was a good pickup for them. And they also picked up uh, Johnson and Whitfield from Minnesota, two good players that I thought was a little bit sleepers in the draft. That was pretty good. And also they picked up Vaughn, uh, Vaughn from uh, Keyshawn Vaughn from running back from Vanderbilt. Now that guy wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, he was like an under radar player, but you got to give it to him. I think that's going to be pretty good. Now they, they definitely need another, they need a running back. That's going to rush for a thousand yards. They haven't had a thousand yard rusher since they had, uh, what was that? The, the muscle hamster. 
a while back, back in like 2014, 2015. Other teams I want to mention was uh, Dallas. Dallas, I give them an A for uh, C.D. Lamb. And uh, Diggs, the quarter, cornerback from Alabama as well. I like I like C.D. Lamb. And now with that, Prescott is going to be able to throw the ball down the down the field with Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb might be one of the best players in this draft, wide receivers in this in this draft. Like I said, Jefferson was pretty good too. And Minnesota picked him up to replace Stephon Diggs. So you figure Minnesota, Dallas, uh, Las Vegas, all these teams picked up really, really good wide receivers. And like I said, they just took them away from Philadelphia and a, and a couple other division opponents or conference or NFL opponents. They just took them away from them. So now these guys are going to probably be your top players and, you know, rookie players in the, in the league as well. Like I said, Dallas did pretty good. Philadelphia had me scratching my head. So those are basically all the ones I really wanted to talk about. The Los Angeles Rams, they picked up uh, Ayers, uh running back because they don't have a running back. And remember, they traded Todd Gurley over to Atlanta. So you figure now they got a rookie running back that should be able to carry the load. He could be the bell cow for that Los Angeles Raider or Rams team. Los Angeles Chargers, they picked up Joshua Kelly, K.J. Hill, my man from Ohio State. And they also picked up Justin Herbert. Now, Herbert is probably going to start. But like I said, I don't know. I like Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor might be probably, you know, given a proven shot. He should be pretty decent. I mean, he did it when he was in Buffalo. I mean, he lost a job when he was in Cleveland to Baker Mayfield. So, we'll see what happens with with Los Angeles uh, Chargers to see what they do. Um, like I said, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, I gotta give them an A, A plus, because if you got Joe Burrow, and now you got uh, T Higgins from you know a LSU guy and a Clemson guy, they played off in the in the national championship in, here in January. So now I like I like Cincinnati one two punch with. Uh, Higgins and Burrow. Now, you know, they probably going to have to settle, you know, a little bit of the, the nonsense about LSU and Clemson. But, you know, I think they're going to be pretty good, pretty good together. So that should be a pretty good combination. Um, Cleveland picked up another. Uh, their first pick was an offensive tackle. Uh, Willis, they picked him up basically because they wanted to protect uh, Baker Mayfield's backside. So they wanted to make sure that that, you know, taking care of that as well. So those are the ones that I really, you know, like teams that I really thought that did pretty good. And, uh, you know, like I said, the NFL draft was really, really nice. We really had a something to look forward to during this time because, you know, like I said, we, we've been basically with no sports and, you know, basically looking at games from like 35, 40 years ago or whatever. We got to have something. And also, now, finishing up on my NFL take, 
That was my NFL take as well. So now, I want to say something about this uh, new documentary out called The Last Dance. There was a lot of things in that, sh- that show. The first two episodes, the next episode, three and four, airs tonight. And um, I guess they're going to talk about Dennis Rodman going on vacation down in Vegas. Now, I don't have, I didn't have a problem with it. And the thing about it is that Michael said, hey, I should have had a vacation. You think how, how I feel about carrying a load of this team, this Bulls team, and hey, I should have had a vacation. But you know what? I think it was really, really smart of Phil Jackson to give him that time to go to Vegas for 48 hours and just do his thing. And like I said, it made him better. He went out there, he went out there, did his thing, came back, and he was ready to play. He was really, really fired up and ready to go. Hey, Phil Jackson is a genius. Believe me. I just I just wish that he could have stayed with the Lakers to play, you know, give him more championships and all. But like I said, this documentary is very, very good. And like I said, I've been glued to it. I've been watching it really, you know, closely. And like I said, there's a lot of things that we all knew that uh, Jerry Krause was, uh, you know, basically told Phil Jackson, hey, this is it. You know, we're not going to pay you anymore. We're we're just going to basically, you know, this is it for you. And Phil said, hey, you know what? This is it. So, you know what? I'm just going to call this the last dance. Basically, that's what he did. But anyway, like I said, Michael Jordan know what he was doing, and like he made it hard. Uh, Scottie Pippen, for that in, for his for his situation, it made it hard for the Bulls in the beginning of that night, night that last season. And like I said, they basically had to will their way and will themselves to that championship that year. But anyway, like I said, that was this is a great documentary. And I'm glad that it came out. And basically, you know, like I said, everybody in America, you know, that wasn't Nick fans or Pistons fans or Laker fans at the time, they were rooting for the Bulls. So, you know, I, I, I kept an eye on the Bulls. I'm not a Bulls fan, but like I said, I'm a Laker fan. I love the Lakers, but you got to respect what they did. You know, six championships in eight years is hard to do. And believe me. Lakers couldn't even do it, you know. The only team that were probably could do it was the Celtics, and they did it, you know, back in the 60s and all. All right, folks, I got to get up out of here. But I just want to say thank you once again for giving me your time, and I'll try to make the best meaningful thing out of it as well. So, like I said, I'm going to get ready to get out of here, but I want to mention that – um. I'll be back next week. Um, like I said, I'm not going to take a whole lot of your time. I just want to take a couple minutes of your time. Listen to what I got to say. Agree or disagree. It's all on you. Basically, now the ball is in your court. You got to check this podcast out and give me your feedback. Like I said, subscribe to the podcast, Guru Talking Sports, on all the platforms, Spreaker, Spotify, Podomatics, iHeart, Podchasers, Pod Addicts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Cashbox, and iTunes. Check me out and let me know how am I doing. Let me know. Check me out. Comment. Subscribe. You know, hit me up. Email me if you want. Gurus Daily Shorts at, at gmail.com. 
Like I said, I'm on Twitter. Goat39 on Twitter is me. Blackgoat39 on Twitter is Goaty. Facebook, Guru's Daily Shorts. YouTube, The Guru of Sports Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the show. Instagram, like I said once again, the Guru OS 39 Now, I want to mention a couple people, and I want to say thank you to my main, main man, my editor-in-chief at Cali Sports News, Mr. Jeff Duarte. Thank you, Mr. Jeff Duarte, and big props to you. My homeboy, podcast brother, Damian Adams, the real deal with Damian Adams. You got to check his podcast out as well. Big props to you. Three wise men, I want to mention. My man, Jeff Shepard. Hip Hop BC. Got to watch that documentary on YouTube. Excellent documentary about the history of hip hop and all the things that go on that started this whole thing of hip hop, culture, music, everything. My man, Happy, MC Happy, the original pioneer. Got to give a shout out to you. He's one of the guys that's in Hip Hop BC, and like I said, he's really, really good. Got to check him out. And also, final three of my three wise men, Cool Kyle, the original star child. He's also in Hip Hop BC, and also one of the hip hop legends of all time, one of the greatest rappers of all time. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Check me out. I'll be back next week. You guys take care of yourself, and please, like I said, stay safe. Stay safe out there because, you know, look like this thing is not going to go away anytime soon. But like I said, we're going to be be all right. We're going to take care of each other. We're going to, you know, going to look after each other. If you got a friend or a family member, give them a call. Let them know that you're thinking about them. Give them a shout out. Encourage people to be nice to one another during this time. We should be doing this all the time. But please, take my advice, wash your hands, stay safe, practice social distancing, you know, get that face mask on and, you know, don't spread anything and try to, you know, keep the social distancing thing together. Excuse me. Uh, Guru's a little tired, so I got to get out of here. You guys take care of yourself. I'll see you next week. The Guru will see you real soon. Take care of yourself. Guru. Out later. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.